The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus said to the Pharisees, There was a rich man who dressed in purple garments and fine linen and dined sumptuously each day. And lying at his door was a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, who would gladly have eaten his fill of the scraps that fell from the rich man's table. Dogs even used to come and lick his sores. When the poor man died, he was carried away by angels to the bosom of Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried, and from the netherworld, where he was in torment, he raised his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. And he cried out, Father Abraham, have pity on me. Send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I'm suffering torment in these flames. Abraham replied, My child, remember that you received what was good during your lifetime, while Lazarus likewise received what was bad. But now he is comforted here, whereas you are tormented. Moreover, between us and you, a great chasm is established to prevent anyone from crossing who might wish to go from our side to yours or from your side to ours. He said, Then I beg you, Father, send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers, so that he may warn them, lest they too come to this place of torment. But Abraham replied, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. He said, Oh no, Father Abraham, but if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. Then Abraham said, If they will not listen to Moses and the prophets, Neither will they be persuaded if someone should rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So we just let that word of the Lord soak in for a moment. Jesus is addressing the Pharisees, so we know that this is a tough crowd. Jesus loved these men, but he also found them very hard-hearted, stuck in their ways, stubborn, and very self-righteous. And I think that's why he wanted to tell them this parable, so that they would wake up, so to speak, and realize that they, they... might be privileged, but that this privilege that they have is not something that they should put their stock in and put their hope in, but rather they need to put their hope in God and that they need to realize that what they've been given is also meant to be shared. A gift is given to be shared. And here we are on Barb's birthday. I think we have to just reflect for a moment on the gift of life that we've all received and how the gift of life is like the first gift that God gives us. And then we have the gift of faith that we've all received. Barb, even a convert, right, to the Catholic faith. So, you know, how God brought something good out of that relationship that was not so easy but how God works in mysterious ways. 
And then here we find ourselves today. Five years ago, I still hadn't really met any of you. It'll be five years next month that I arrived. And little by little, over these last five years, we've come to know each other and grow in faith. And then to be in this place, this holy place, where Blessed Solanus used to pray, used to sleep, we're told, right here at the foot of the altar, right behind me, praying hours throughout the night for God's people, the people that would come to him very humbly, with hope, with faith in God, working through Solanus. What a beautiful, inspiring story. And for it to have happened in our day, for it to be recognized, for him to be beatified in our day just a few years ago. How, how beautiful, how powerful, how inspiring. So I think we just have to ask God today through Solanus to keep inspiring us. We've all been on this journey, this healing journey, this journey of growth in our faith. And I don't know if any of you caught it, but that first reading, it's, it's a classic. More torturous than all else is the human heart beyond remedy. Who can understand it? I think we can all relate to that. We can all relate to that human heart. Ah, you know. Jeremiah was so good. I, I can't wait to meet Jeremiah someday. I, the Lord, this is now the Lord speaking through Jeremiah. I, the Lord, alone probe the mind and test the heart. So that's even a good prayer to pray, you know. It's like asking for self-knowledge. We ask for self-knowledge. Well, Lord, probe my mind and test my heart and continue to heal it. Continue, Lord, to bring healing to my heart, to bring truth to my mind, to bring your love into my heart, into those places where there wasn't love, maybe where there was even hatred or abuse. Bring your love there. Bring your true affirmation. Bring your tenderness. Bring your peace. And of course, God wants to do that. That's why he came. One of the reasons why he came was to bring this healing to humanity and to reconcile us with the Father and with one another. And even with ourselves, you could say. To bring harmony, to bring peace into our very souls and bodies and minds and hearts. And we know from Solanus's history that he himself had his fair share of, of trials and tribulations. And, and it wasn't easy for him. His path to the priesthood was not easy. Born in Wisconsin, as I like to always remind people, being a cheesehead, he didn't speak German all that well in the, the seminary that he was looking into there in Milwaukee, spoke German. He wasn't cutting it, so they suggested that he come here to Detroit, where, by the grace of God, he managed to navigate his studies and to be ordained. But back in the day, they had this 
priest simplex, they called it. So you were ordained and you could celebrate mass, but he, he couldn't hear confessions and he couldn't preach at you know, high masses. So they assigned him to be the porter, to answer the door. And how God chose to work through that humble assignment in big ways. So I think that's a good lesson for all of us, too, because we could look at our circumstances. I'm just a real estate agent. I'm just a hairdresser or whatever. I'm a homemaker. But how God can work in mighty ways in those simple places when we are open to being his instrument. How beautiful. So let's pray that we can all be instruments of his peace and healing. That prayer of St. Francis has been on my heart a lot lately. Lord, make me an instrument of your peace. And where there's hatred, let me sow love. Where there's doubt, faith. Where there's injury, pardon. Let me be a healer. Let me be a healer, you could say. Let me be a healer. So yes, I'm a wounded healer. We've all been wounded. Our wounds are being healed little by little, more and more. And so like Christ, who still has his wounds and his glorified body, we become wounded healers with the pierced one, with the wounded one. We become his disciples in spirit and in truth. So we pray for a fresh outpouring of the Holy Spirit to come upon us here today. As we receive Holy Communion, let us be united with the Lord and with one another. And we bring our families and friends here who couldn't join us today, but we pray that God's peace and blessing come upon all of us to help us become more like Jesus. Amen.